0: This. Well, good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zip and Jake brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 937 The Ticket and the TicketFM.com. <laughs>
1: Well, it has been a very good month for Mark Whipple and Scott Frost getting two quarterbacks and Casey Thompson and Chubba Purdy. We are joined now by Husker Line Sean Callahan. Sean, we'll get to Chubba in a second, but you had the chance to talk with Casey Thompson this week. Um, what yesterday? Excuse me. What, what did you What did you learn? What was the a biggest takeaway that a, a listener might be curious about, Sean? From Casey?
0: Well, I mean, first of all, he's he's a very mature guy. Uh, that is ready for this opportunity. You you, you can just tell that he's been there, done that, been through a lot of college football, a lot of coaches. I mean, think about Tim Beck, Tom Herman, Steve Sarkeesian, now Mark Whipple and Scott Frost. He grew up a Sooner as a kid. I mean, grew up around Barry Switzer, played for Texas. Now he's at Nebraska. So he's more than ready, I think, for this place and and what it means to be a quarterback at Nebraska. But really what jumped out to me was – how much Nebraska, you know, was on him. From the day he went into the portal on December 16th, okay. he has talked to Mark Whipple every single day, including Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh, so Whipple is is a bulldog. I mean, he really targeted Casey Thompson, one of this guys from the get-go, and this was kind of, um, you know, who the, the plan really was Thompson Purdy. I mean, that was the, the plan of Mark Whipple, I think, from um, the beginning of this process.
2: Sean Callahan joins us from HuskerOnline.com. This is really interesting, Sean. You had a conversation with Casey Thompson. Now, what did he say about his thumb, the thumb that bothered him, that he played through? He played through a thumb injury for the final, I'd say, six games, final half of the season. What, is this, what does he say about the thumb on his throwing hand?
0: Well, he hasn't thrown a football to be safe since the end of the football season, and he said it's been eight weeks. Which is the longest he's gone in his life without throwing a football in his football life. Okay. Um, so he's being really careful because he wa- he wants this to get it checked out to make sure the you know everything is up to speed and you know he was adamant to have that done at his new school. He didn't want to do it at Texas. Um, so I know one of the first things he did yesterday on his first day of everything was he he met with Dr. Lottie Albers and um, I think an MRI is scheduled to kind of have his thumb just looked at to make sure. Um, and, you know, I don't think he's worried. I mean, he played the final game of the season, um, but it changed the course of the end of the year for him. There's no question because of that injury. I mean, he wasn't the same quarterback as he was throwing six touchdown passes versus Texas uh, with that injury. He seems confident everything is fine, but I think he wants to, you know, have it looked at, you know, here to make sure that they believe that as well, and, and you know, make sure it's all ready to go.
2: Yeah, and right now, Sean, you know what's going on. People are driving to work, listening to the show in their kitchens, wherever they do it, and thinking, "Oh, great! Nebraska's got a quarterback who's going to miss spring ball. Wonderful." Is that is, is, you, now? I no, I don't think that's you, the case. Okay, I really don't. Yeah, why don't you assuage any fears that are out there if you can, to the to the extent that you can?
0: No, I mean we we talked about February twenty eighth like multiple times okay um i I just think they want him he just wants another set of eyes just to make sure um you know all, all is fine and well with that thumb but yeah he's excited I mean he um you know has' only been here to, today's his second full day in in Lincoln he got here the night before so uh, it's it's all happened so quickly for him um to kind of get through I mean that yesterday was his first full day and it, it was a a literal literally a, you know 12 hour day of things for him kind of to get acclimated to life in Lincoln.
1: I think Nebraska fans Sean expect Casey to be the, the starter when the season hits, but what do you think that competition looks like in the spring and the fall with with uh, Smothers harboring and now Chubba Purdy in the equation?
0: Yeah, I mean, he laid it out pretty honestly. It's like, look, you know, I've got 2 years and Chubba's got 4. Um so, you know, that's how they were both able to be convinced to come. I mean, it, it's a natural progression. Uh, but he knows it's a competition. He made a great point. He's like, look, I'm the only guy that's played and started significant snaps of power five football. Um, Obviously Chubb has played some Bubba or um, Starling. not. uh, not uh, uh, Chubb's mother's has played um, some snaps too, Uh, but nobody's got the snap load of Casey Thompson. So um, he knows he's got the the leg up um, going into this season and going into this thing right now. And, um, he's looking forward to uh, earning the respect now of his teammates.
2: Sean Callahan joins us, and this is a fascinating discussion because you talked to twenty-three-year-old Casey Thompson, who presumably is Nebraska's starting quarterback out of the transfer portal in two thousand twenty-two. What did he say about the way Nebraska coaches presented? How are they going to how they're going to handle the QB position in the portal? With you know, as it relates to Chuba.
0: He, 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 I mean, he said it's going to be competition. Um, and both guys were told from the get-go okay. that they were going to take two. I mean, it, okay. it, it was never a secret. You okay. know? Mark Whipple, I think, was really honest to both. And he talked to both those guys really probably. I, I'm assuming he talked to Chuba every day too. Um, so I think the, the communication was always there from Whipple about the plan. And it wasn't like a surprise.
2: Right. That's um, that's important, Sean. I asked that question to drive that home. That's really important that they told those kids what the deal was, right? Here's the deal.
0: Yeah. And the communication of that is so important. Everybody would like to get two quarterbacks in in Nebraska situation, but it's very hard to do. Um, I don't know, you know, if very many teams can ever pull this off to get, you know, two four-star guys, but it just happened to work out because Purdy, didn't really get a lot of reps and experience. If Purdy started 10 games at Florida State or something, I don't think they could have pulled pull this off. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the fact that he really – he suffered an injury in Tallahassee and, and allowed another quarterback to emerge for Mike Norvell um, when he was supposed to be that guy, that's what led him out of Florida State.
1: Sean, regarding the portal, again, you get, you get Purdy, you got Trey Palmer recently, Casey Thompson, Javier Morton yesterday. I mean, how many more guys do you expect this team to pick up before oh, yeah. the spring? In the portal.
0: Um, Nesta Jade Silvera is the one to watch from Miami. Say that name again, uh, please. Called,
2: Say that name again.
0: Uh, Nesta Jade um, Silvera. Okay. Um, he's a defensive lineman who played 1,200 snaps of football for the Hurricanes, 400-plus uh, the last two years. In comparison, Damian Daniels played at 365 last year, so a uh, very experienced guy that could play for one year. If he were to come – They'd have 18 newcomers between transfers and recruits on campus for the start of spring practice.
2: see. That's amazing. I mean, I don't know, Sean. I, I hate to say things like we've never been in that situation because we've dealt with a lot of new faces in the spring, but not like
0: this, right? We've never. We've seen t- we've seen ten or twelve, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. But that's a lot. 18 is like. I mean, because theoretically, you, you could only add 25 a year well now you can add essentially 32 um and you you know i I think they're going to get creative a couple of these guys might have to pay their own way for one semester then they'll go on in august Uh um so they're they're getting creative with the numbers to make this work because it does feel like they're taking a lot more guys than they have room for but they're just figuring out a way to make this work
2: yeah you got to play games with the numbers that's exactly right Sean always good stuff thanks
1: for the time we will chat with you again next week okay guys thank you Husker ah. on Lions Sean Callahan
2: okay the stuff to the takeaways the takeaways Casey Thompson was apprised of the situation with Chubba Purdy from the start okay. and Chubba Purdy was apprised of the situation well he knew the situation cause it it was, would take because it was unfolding yeah um the thumb is a somewhat of a concern now. Spring ball does not start till February twenty eighth, so you have some time to play with. Um, you just hope you don't you don't hear anything uh, obtuse as as far as its thumb goes, right? Like surgery, that would be obtuse. Would okay, suck. yeah. Um, because why? Because I mean, he's got to learn a new offense. He's got to get used to his guys, and and that's a critical period. The spring's a critical period for this. But it doesn't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to sound alarms because it doesn't sound like it's that type of situation. The takeaways: He's here. Casey Thompson's here. He's in, he's meeting with teammates. He's meeting with medical personnel. He's he's taking classes. The twenty three. He's and he's a grown man. Okay, Sean. I did talk to Sean yesterday, and it's striking. And it brings up a whole other topic, by the way. He's a 23 year old who's being paid handsomely, which it it's very interesting to me because yeah. it, it seems like he'd be open to criticism. We're not. We I don't think you treat him with kid gloves. Well, Sean even said he says he has, he has two years.
1: You mentioned he's got two years, but we yeah. thought he could be a one year player. He's this could be a two year guy.
2: Yeah, but what in I'm suggesting him, there's this whole change in college football going on where now now these guys are making money. They're pros, essentially,
1: and we know it's open that they're making money. Yeah. Right? it's not like yeah. it's under the table.
2: We know you're making yeah, money. He's 23 years old. He's almost. What I'm saying is, you almost you can almost critique him like you were, would critique a coach at this point, or right? A pro, yeah, a pro quarterback. Yeah. He's older than some pro quarterbacks.
1: That's that's now that's amazing. Yeah. That's true though. Yeah. It's amazing.
2: I, mean, I bet he's older than Mac Jones or or, or close, right? Right. Any yeah, rookie yeah, quarterback, yeah, right. any NFL rookie, is probably in that in that in that same range. So anyway, he's here. He's got a he's got a, a a luxury apartment. Um thank you NIL. Yep. And that it's all it's all systems go. Uh
1: and by the way before we get to break regarding Nesta Jade Silvera, I looked up his stats.
2: Nesta Jade Silvera.
1: He was a defensive lineman for Miami, 6'2", 306 pounds. Uh his career at Miami, you know, this past year he had 38 tackles.
2: Pretty good. Hey, that's a pretty good number for a 15 a
1: 15 solo, 23 assists. He did have one fumble recovery, no sacks or anything like that. But he's, he's had two sacks in his four-year career at Miami.
2: Well, he played a lot of football at Miami. Okay. Got caught up. You know, he's caught up in a coaching change. Mario Cristobal is yep, yep, there now. Yep. Mario Cristobal. Mm-hmm. So that's why he would be headed this way. It's not 100%, but it, it's looking pretty good for Nebraska on that count. How about that? We'll, we'll see. If that'd about be, that? would
1: be a nice addition.
2: Yeah, I think that could three, happen.
1: Six foot two, 306 pound. Nesta Jade Silvera. Keep your eyes open for that one.
2: Chris at the Baldwin shop is uncomfortable with this sort of world. And I, and I, I hey Chris, I got to tell you, in that meeting with, in that meeting Parker and I had with Trev Alberts last week, week ago, he used the word discomfort two or three times to describe the feeling of the new college football world. He said it's not our place to judge it. I can't say that. He said it's uncomfortable though. This is un- this is all very uncomfortable because the co- this is what Trev said, the college model as we know it is over. It is done. It's finished. And of course there's discomfort. Mm-hmm. Because it's not the the model's obliterated. And he he used the word discomfort, but he, he, he emphasized it's not my place to judge it. We have to make it work. How about right. that? I like it's, my, it. it's our place to judge it, though. And, and we, we will continue to and judge it. we will do that. It. We will continue to regard it as an utter disaster. Song of
1: the Day and the Mailbag is next on Early Break on the Ticket.